Hey guys, before this episode starts, I just want to give a quick little update as to, um, you know, what's kind of been going on behind the scenes. Um, Ryan and I have been really busy as of late. Ryan's got a shit ton of homework that he needs to do. I've been busy with a show, so our schedules haven't been aligning up recently in order for us to sit down, record an episode, um, or record some episodes in bulk and just put them out. Um... So, in order to combat this, and in order for you to still put out some episodes for you guys, uh, Ryan and I are going to be doing either solo episodes, or we're going to be interviewing, like, roommates and friends, um, socially distanced, obviously, um, but just to get some content out for you guys, because I know some people have been asking, you know, oh, where's the new episodes, you know, what happened, you know, what are you guys going to do? blah 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 um so for this episode ryan couldn't make it so i interviewed my buddies dan and steph um we met up at my buddy uh my buddy steph's place uh socially distanced um watched a ufc fight um just kind of shot the shit just kept on talking um i do apologize in advance um there's a lot of background audio um that is pretty loud that i couldn't fix in editing um and there are a couple of audio issues in terms of things cutting out, um, so I do apologize for that. Um, next time I'll make sure that that is updated. Um, but yeah, uh, without further ado, enjoy this episode. Peace. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Barely Podcast, where this Just Barely qualifies to be a podcast. My name is Luca Caseri, and joining me today, two very special guests. I've been waiting so much for this day i'm here with my friends dan and steph how we doing boys? Uh, yes we're here and we're about to watch the fight right luca yeah which uh which ufc fight is this again adesanya versus romero adesanya is this um nigerian new zealand kind of guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and um romero is a brazilian fighter so wait new zealand New Zealand. He's he's is that like his, is that his style? Is that his fight style? No, he's he's um. They call him the style bender because like he knows a lot of styles. Oh, so he's a mixed martial artist. Yeah, have you guys ever seen this guy? Like no. he's uh, he's crazy. The UFC, you can do like any fight style you want, right? Like it is. It's, not, much, it's yeah. not just like jujitsu or just taekwondo right. or like, just. Boxing. Usually, you find right. like it's either grapplers, jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Boxers will sometimes go in um, if they know like a little bit of ground game, um, like punch, um, and then mixed martial artists. I'm just thinking of like. Very rarely do you find like Taekwondo, I feel like. Taekwondo, that doesn't happen in the UFC? I mean, I feel like there's been a couple, but like I don't know what UFC too well. This is just something I've noticed, but like as you go like down in weight class, you get a lot more like kickboxers and stuff. Yeah. But um, to really talk about fighting, we we would have to have Joe Rogan on the podcast. Yeah. That's a long shot. That's true. That's true. Man, those yeah, stuff. Well, Joe Joe Rogan couldn't get us. Let's yeah, yeah. We're a little too honest. high. Well, Joe, when you um when you build up that subscriber base a little more, <laughs> you can talk about maybe talk to us, talk to us when you get a spot. You, you, you got a bright future, kid. Uh, you just gotta put in the work, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna try to find me right now. And uh... so we were talking earlier about what. Well, actually, right now we're just watching the little fights that are before <laughs> the main event, right? It's what, what time is it right now? Six forty-five. Yeah. Yeah. This the fight hasn't even started. Six forty-five on a Saturday. But uh, earlier, guys, we were talking about our characters, like right. From so the yes, play. for those of you that don't know, Steph and Dan are uh, two of my buddies from college that are in my acting BFA with me, and we are all currently in a show together right now. Yes. What's the, it called, Dan? The Resistible Rise of Arturo Ui. When's it showing, be, uh, uh, It's showing October 14th through 18th. Yes. What are the times for those shows, though? 7 o'clock every day but Sunday, which is 2 o'clock. And it'll be at the UWM main stage. Main stage theater. Woo. Get your Milwaukee, t- Wisconsin. Get, there. get your tickets, because they're going to go by <laughs> yeah. fast. They are actually going to. Yeah. Man, it'll be so easy to just say we sold out every night, right? That's so <laughs> true, though. That's so true. It's like 20 people, and it's like, all right, we sold out. It'll be like, guys, we broke the record. We sold out every show with all, like, 25 people in the audience. Oh. Yeah. Well, I wanted I to think ask there's 50, you guys, right? 50? Yeah, 50, 50 yeah, people so. in the audience. 
with this isn't uh, that bad. That's like almost like Nancy. It's our almost like Kenilworth. Our cast is like a little bit almost smaller. Almost half that like number. Yeah. There's so many people yeah. on this show. And obviously proper, you know, uh, entrance and exit protocols. Yeah. It's going to be Everything's weird when, ra- when, when, when they told us that they were going to use let people use the bathrooms like whenever in the shows. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, like, that kind of already happens in theater already, but, like, you don't see it as often. So, this is actually, like, an experiment, right? Because I haven't looked at how many other theaters are putting up productions, but, uh, for sure in Milwaukee, at least Milwaukee, if not the whole, like, uh, Wisconsin area, we're the only theater that's putting up. Yeah, I, it's, uh, I don't think so... I haven't seen um uh I, I actually haven't heard of anything. Yeah, that's this is no, like, no, my, my old if we college, pull this off, yeah. we can basically like go anywhere and make this work anyway. Yeah. And uh, people will want to work with us because we did this. It's um yeah, it, like, it, it's it's things we've I, when just I was about protocols like and I think that's that's what Ross trying to do. He's not trying to be like on our butt about you know safe distance yeah mm-hmm. he's just trying to teach us that this isn't how it's going to be for a while yeah. and so yeah it's going to be a really great show Ralph is the director he's he's this he, really awesome British guy he's uh he's very into like high high concept stuff yeah and like and now I he couldn't have planned for this clearly yeah with the pandemic but you can't lie and say that because we have to stand apart on the stage. We have to wear those masks during the performance. Mm-hmm. That there's not that you that you as an audience member watching that won't have what's going on in this country reflected at you all the time. And yes. then with the message that's going on in the play, like yeah. unintended mm-hmm. stroke of genius, and he's making it work. It, it's it no, yeah. Be. I have a one of my friends that used to go that I used to go to high school with. She now goes to, I think Southeast Missouri, state. And she was supposed to do a show last spring, but because of COVID, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. So instead of just canceling it, they just rescheduled it. So they just finished filming it, like, three weeks ago. And they were wearing, like, the badger masks. Mm-hmm. So, like, the see-through masks. Mm-hmm. And then um, they just allowed you to stream it for, like, three weeks. The whole play? Yeah. Did they record it just one run-through, or did they record a different I think they recorded one run-through. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I would still want to do it every night. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe just being in the room with the camera, I wouldn't want to. But at least know. it gives, you know. Yeah. You're at least doing it again. Man, like, like, Berto Brecht is a cool guy, but fuck that dude for not giving us the rights to live stream this. Yeah, this that was pretty... I don't know why they're so anal about that, man. Like, you gotta, that's how you gotta, <laughs> that's how you gotta spread theater. Do you want to, like... Yes. Right this state, please, if you're listening to this. If you want people to see this shit, especially during the times that yeah. we're going through, please mm-hmm. reach out. <laughs> times are changing. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes. Okay. All right, great. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys about the play. Yeah. So, we're each playing very... Um, Morally... I would say I've never done this kind of like stuff before. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. call them... They're not villains. Yeah. They're, and they represent they're, many things in, in many time frames, right? Yeah. Like, and they represent themes from, like, Weimar Germany and the Weimar Republic. They represent themes, themes of from, Themes going on in Chicago, the real gangland activity that was happening. Things going on in Chicago right now? Yeah, I think... Things going on in Chicago in 1929, yeah. 1930s. And, um... The rewrite that we have has like the explicit like Trumpism. Yeah. Too. So 2016 election, all that stuff. You know? And um, I think you can't let that shit get to you. Cause if I started going down that yeah. rabbit hole, I would not know. How, and I kind of fell into that trap when we started um, working on. When I started working on this character in this play, was like. How much of him do I base off Joseph Goebbels? Who do I find in like the Trump administration that might speak to me? And I was doing it, and it was like, all this stuff can look nice when I do it, but I still don't really know this character yet. And yeah. so it's like, so to me, I'm like, 
I kind of had to like throw that out there, understand that the playwright wrote this in there, and that'll take like it. I'll show up as whoever people want to project in on that character. Like if yeah. they if they see him as Mike Pence or they see him as Joseph Goebbels, they'll project that on there. It's my job to create a story that's uniquely my own in the mm. character that I think will get somebody to that point. Mm. Yeah. Well, when I was looking at it, I was just doing a bunch of research. To like answer those questions about the character. Yes. But in the times that he was living through, you know, like mm -hmm. 1929, you know, that's that's it. I wasn't thinking about anything else when I was answering questions about the character. Now when I was doing research, it helped me a lot because I was finding those details yeah. that I could fill in whenever I was thinking about the character. Yeah, itself. I guess that's true. I, I I'll be honest. I even though I just said that. I'm realizing now, though, how much of like the choices I'm making now are still based off the research mm -hmm. I did. I'm just throwing more and more of it away as I go on, but I, the ideas of like the character being like a oh yeah, there's there's some fun happening out there. We don't we don't know what. Oh, everyone's uh. Steph's roommate. I don't know what's going on, but there's Steph's roommate has some people over. Chicks, yeah. <laughs> there's no other way to put that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. so um, great, great. The show is going great. The show is it's a lot of fun. The boys are doing great. I'm doing great. How are you boys? You're thriving. Thriving, yeah. thriving, man. Fine. Drawing in homework, huh, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week's been rough. Been a long. Week. Been a long. It's been a long week. We should not subject Luca's listeners to it. I don't know. We can. I think uh, we should. I don't. I don't. That's I up think, to you guys. I think we should. Luca's listening. Luca, what is? What's the? What's the normal um, demographic? Who normally listens to the Just Barely podcast? Um, really cool people. Yes. Usually it's just like the best people. Me, or, me and Ryan's friends, and then a couple of my family members. <laughs> well, that's gonna be all of our family members. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. now I mean, you got Steph's got. Superstar in Italy, man. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steph. Um, Steph actually was born and raised in Italy. Yes. Uh, and you it's lived there till you were eleven. Eleven years old. Yes. And then you moved to. To 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 the um. To K to the K town. Five three two four four. Kenosha, yes. That's um. That's something I wanted to ask. Since obviously living both there and here, what do you think? Are some what are do you think are the drastic the drastic differences between Italy and America? You mean besides not like universal healthcare? Well, not <laughs> well, yeah. Besides like the politics and stuff of it, what are like on like a day to day like people basis is drastically different. Um, I don't know if you meant this, but I'm just gonna tell you like during the quarantine, right? People mm -hmm. taking it a lot. I don't even say more seriously, but they were like actually concerned. And I believe it's mostly because like Italians know that they lead a very close like type of like life mm -hmm. with their neighbors. Like, you know, like as soon as we see each other, we give each other two kisses, no? And depending on uh, some regions of Italy, they, they kiss each other three times on each cheek, you know? Mm -hmm. So like Italians are very close people, you know? And so we, all of us knew that and they're very old people, like the demographic yeah. is mostly old people. So everyone knew that if we just stuck together, that we were gonna beat this, right? And now you, you, you're seeing this. You're seeing, okay, stadiums opening back up again, right? Mm -hmm. Things opening back up, schools opening back up, and Italy's actually doing quite all right yeah. on the European stage. Yeah, you know, like, I know a couple I would of- say in general, Europe, Appears to be doing. I mean, England is current. I heard him say. Yeah, there's a yeah, couple of countries like that are like. And France are picking back up again. I think same with Australia. Australia yeah. cases spike back up. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't kept up with much coronavirus. Yeah, neither. I've only heard about like, the and American stuff. Yeah, that's that's my worry because I feel like we're gonna get complacent and we're not gonna. Well, like that's what happened over the summer was it started to go down. And, and yeah, people and were like, oh, got, it's fine. Everyone's like, it's over, it's done. And then it got even worse than yeah. it was to begin with. And then they're like, nah, I don't care anymore. Well, now it's like back on its way down, but then the winter's yeah. going to come and everyone's going to want to be indoors. Yeah. And that might... 
the goal is to. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting winter, man. Yeah, well, for a lot of reasons. COVID. Oh! <laughs> Dan, you Swallow? Cough it out. Dan did not just take a big hit with the ball. No. No, he didn't. Dan just swallowed his own water. Um, yeah, man. That went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Dan. I didn't get any of it on me or the floor, and I think that's my most... I just... I... I'm proud of in this moment. When the hell is this fight gonna come? Oh, we're so early, guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're never gonna get your money for this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But no, like, I asked because, like, I don't know, I feel like there's, like, a drastic, outside of, like, quarantine, I feel like there's, outside of them, you know, Italians being so close, there's, like, a drastic difference in the way, like, Americans, like, view, like, their neighbors and, like, day-to-day, like, how they go about, like, Going to the grocery store, like just like restaurants and shit like that. That's one other thing I want to, I, that is coming to mind is that, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe Americans not being so close as like Europeans or Italians, but like I don't think my family, like, as in Italy, we had so many like family friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because we're foreign, but like we found that we cannot develop like. Like family friends here, you know, like long lasting family friends. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're kind of forced to, like, be friends with like our own community, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, Americans are very, they're we're very kinda, tribal. Man. I don't want to say we're yeah. ghetto, ghettoized or anything like that, but at, at a certain point, like, the you way that you're always seen as a foreign, it forces yeah. you to. And make a community with the like my um every um I mean we're second generation Irish. I mean I'm second generation Irish. Um, most of my mom's close family friends are immigrants from Ireland, mm-hmm. and like those are like that's that's who she has her book club with. Those are, I mean she worked for an immigrant from Ireland. She's Irish. Her best friend is that guy's wife now, who they're, the two of them are really close friends with uh, a, a woman from Ireland and her husband, her ex-husband now, but from Northern Ireland. And then like from there, yeah, deep they, Irish meet, yeah they meet at the Gaelic Park. We, I played yeah. handball as a kid. I played the tin whistle. Like everything we did was like, the free time we spent, like we were spending it at like, and Irish, Irish, community. Irish communities, Irish yeah. pubs, man. They every extracurricular, every sport I played for a while, soccer, Gaelic handball. I mean, all have like strong roots. Well, soccer is strong roots in every European country, but yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't don't Irish people have a root in Chicago, especially in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's more Irish, I'm Irish, Irish, Polish. I'm Irish, Polish, Slovak, and that's all. There's that. There's. I would say I there's a lot of Irish obviously in the northeast. Um, That's why I say Irish, Irish. And, 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 and the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. There's more Irish people I think in Chicago and in Boston than there are in Ireland, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because wow. there's something yeah. like that. Because it's like that's why St. Patrick's Day in Chicago is like so big, or there it was like something like that. It's because there were so many like, like there's such like a big Irish population in Chicago. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. There's a yeah. Chicago's pretty diverse. Not yeah. So big city. <laughs> out of the three of us, who's all gonna buy a PS5 when it comes out? When's that gonna happen? End of the year. I would like to, man. I I first, pitched my wagon to the wrong one last time. I picked the Xbox. And then, I don't. The Xbox One. Yeah, see, it's just like I don't know, cause it's like I do want to like keep the tradition of being like Xbox One. But it's like, I know the exclusives on the PlayStation are better. Yes. But it's just like, I don't Last know. Us, like the, the Xbox controller, I'm just so used to it. You, you can't get MLB The Show on uh, that doesn't, Xbox. Well, that, that doesn't matters matter. to me. Uh, it matters, <laughs> to me. <laughs> matters to me. That's okay. actually a huge thing. Okay. <laughs> Lucas said, as long as I can play 2K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Plus... Luke, you're not an NBA Live guy. I tried to get in... Well, I used to like... In like the old NBA yeah. lives, like 
from like oh like five to like oh eight. Yeah, yeah. One went to Wayne Wade and then one with T Mac on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those ones. I, I used to play the like oh eight with Gilbert Arenas yeah. as the cover athlete. <laughs> Dude, that that one. Yeah, that one has a lot of memories for me. But then it's like, as two K got moved into like the PS three and Xbox, yeah. completely took over. Dude, NBA Live at a certain point just like two K ten, like two K ten to like two K four, like two K sixteen. Do you remember? Two, do you remember like two K eleven? Oh, like that was their breakout one. I feel like when yeah. I got that as a little kid, that was when I was that, like, oh, co- this changed my life. Mm-hmm. This changes everything. My cousin, um, my cousin who's like thirty one, thirty two, um, he's also big in the NBA and like used like kind of like got me into video games. Mm-hmm. And he and I talk about like all the time with like my dad of like, oh, like what's the best like basketball video game? And like easily, he and I just go. Oh, it's two K eleven. It's like every every like Space Jam is great. Like Space all, Jam is a game. Yeah. No. Or not the uh, space Space Jam or not Space Jam. Um. Oh, the one that the like the, the one that they put on, like the T shirts now. Yeah. Two. What's the? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what you're get... talking about. It's like a really. It's like a vintage yeah, retro. Yeah. My brother. We don't have anyone on fucking. Internet duty? Is that me right now? NBA Jam. <laughs> NBA Jam. That's what it is. A fact checker? That's what I was trying to Yeah, that would, um, that would behoove us, right? NBA Jam. Like, everyone always talks like, oh, NBA Jam's like the best basketball game. But that's like, no, you play 2K, you play, you play 2K11 and it's I think there's weird. like a nostalgia to NBA Jam. Yeah. People like that there's like... I mean, it's, jam. it's great. Don't get me wrong. But 2K11 is like... It's like a real game, you know? Like, sure, the graphics and the recent ones are better, but there's something to 2K11. Just, like, the fluidity of, like, the movements and just... And, like, you got to... That was the first time I remember playing as, like, old old teams. Mike, that, well, that was the year that Michael Jordan was allowed to get back in basketball And that games. was... That was a big year, too, because that was the year LeBron went to Miami, right? And that was the year that all those free agents flipped around. So it was mm-hmm. your first chance to play as, like... LeBron in, in Miami. I think Car- didn't Carmelo. Carmelo was at the Knicks. Yeah, that was yeah. a big big year, man. And Derrick Rose was MVP year. That that that's actually probably what it is. Is I was so into basketball that you know, I love playing the game all the time. Oh yeah, it was. So, this is a Bulls pod. <laughs> that Bulls. That Bulls. That Bulls. That Bulls. You wanna know, you know, hear what I, what I just read? What? Over 860,000 Americans have already voted, compared to fewer than 10,000 by this point. In 2016. Dude, th- but here's what's scary about that. Is there... Look at the, the number of people who have vote, are going to vote through now. It's more than 60% of... Like, like almost like 40%. I, someone should look this up on their own. Don't go around like... Since they, like it's, if I'm wrong on this, it's going to be very important. But... Um, actually, hang on. I have a text from my friend about it. Someone... He gave me the exact okay, number. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. but I, I don't know. I just think that's like... Is... Really important to talk about right now. It is, and well, I got. Glad it is, that, and I got a. Yeah. I got a thing to say on it. And I want but I want to be very specific. Yes, we got you, I don't want to go on spreading misinformation on Lucas. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that people are actually you know voting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great, man. Yeah. Like, I they just want younger people to vote. Mm-hmm. Dude, they got to. Like, yeah. we failed uh, Bernie as a generation. He was counting on us, and we sat on our asses. I I I'm assuming, I mean we voted, but yeah. As like a people, we were like, man, yeah. So, um, this is from uh, R- Redfeld and Wilton, uh, Redfield and Wilton, and I and I've heard this in a few other like pods. Um, is that of like the voters who are gonna vote by mail, Joe Biden? So, fifty-eight percent of Donald Trump voters are gonna vote in person on election day, and then. 31% of likely Joe Biden uh, voters are going to vote on election day, which means, and then they said 20%, 20% of Donald Trump supporters said they're likely to vote by mail, but 49% of Joe Biden supporters said they are, which means in swing states, it might look like on election night that Donald Trump won, but there's going to be so many ballots for them to count for the next few weeks that you yeah. won't be able to declare a winner of the election for a few weeks, but it's Donald Trump, so if they announce it on election night, he's going to like pull out all the stops to delegitimize the election, have them start throwing out the ballots. I mean, like, he's a, a fuck. He's already doing it, like, right now, he just yeah. named a Supreme, Supreme Court justice. He's gonna do anything in his power in the, to, um, 
to stop the runoff vote, to make it seem like mail-in ballots are delegitimate. I mean, it, he, it, he's going to, like, especially in, like, swing states, too, where there's a Republican legislator in there, yeah. he'll have a lot of sway to tell them, like, stop counting it in this state. Stop counting it in Ohio. Stop counting it in Florida. Stop counting it in Arizona. Yeah. And, Unless they need to, and it well, does. Joe Biden it. needs those states to win. They should just start counting it, like, once they get them. Yeah, they should. Like, I don't know why they have to wait until, like, election day to be like, all right, let's now start counting. Yeah, it would make sense if they were counting them now. Yeah. I, because... That that way, like, what, what can what can Trump say by like election day if he's already down by like, mm-hmm. if he's so clearly down from that point, and then he maybe has like a nice election night because of in person voting, but then it wouldn't, like, we would all know, and then people would know too. You know, that's the big thing is is it'll be it'll be easier to let people know that that's not what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the people like need to know. Yeah. Damn straight. Well, they'll be less likely to let him do it. Yeah. That's all. That's all I wanted. To, that's what I wanted to say on it. The rest yeah, this is gonna be scary. It's gonna it's gonna be scary the next couple of months. Can you uh, toss me that? Yeah. No, is that important? Yeah. I mean, I really want to, but I'm not gonna say anything on this subject because I don't want to be deported. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. <laughs> the CIA is listening. The CIA is listening. He's like, what information? What what you talking about? What? He's like, what you talking about? Uh, Awesome. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Steph, I'm gonna take us back to Italy with you when yeah. that happens, man. Sure. Let's do it. You guys think you're gonna live in America after college? Um, after college? After college? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm probably gonna travel a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you guys wanna travel a little bit? I wanna travel, like, now, but, you know, <laughs> a little something else going on. You know, Dan, I, I wish I had a. I'll plug for your. <laughs> this is starting to. This is starting. Oof. And we're back. Dan had to go plug in his uh his laptop. I did go pee. I did pee. We did got pee. back, but we didn't turn this down and close the windows. We didn't prepare anything, so we're on the worst point of stuff. Yeah, it is my fault. I'm sorry. All right, we were talking about right before we got we started back on about going to the gym workout routine. Yes. Can we talk? Wait, before we talk about like workout routines, can we talk about why working out is so important? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. How do you sure. feel about working out? I feel like I'm you have Luca to. to the gym, but he wanted. Really I feel I like do, you I, have to do it, man. It's it's just like Luca, you've been blessed with like a like clearly a great metabolism. Yeah. So he's never. Steph, this guy's never gonna have to worry about like like putting on weight. Yeah, I know. Like he's he's. Cause Luca's a which stud. Sucks. Yeah. Luca's a stud, but um. But like, dude, I would. It sucks I, cause I have to like, in order like put on muscle, which is like what I want to do. I have to like eat so fucking much just to beat up my beat out my metabolism. Dude. Like it doesn't matter how much I go out to the gym. It's just eating is yeah. my problem. There are like there, my friend, who's like a. He lost like a hundred pounds, like hundred fifty pounds in like a year. Big guy. Whoa. He looks like he looks like like Chris Hemsworth now. Uh, he was a big guy before him. Um, he he said there was like three types of bodies. There's like one that keeps mass, one that doesn't put it on easy, and there's like what what's more like common is one that like does just yeah. kind of fluctuates. I don't. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but... No, I've definitely heard of that before. Yeah. Well, I just think working out is good for everyone. Yeah, I don't care, like, what shape you're in. But I think it's, uh, like it's, uh, been taught, like, wrong. Like, I don't think they do it right in gym class, where they make you do, like, a pacer test, right? Yeah, those are you gotta stupid. everyone else, and you do one at the beginning, and you do one at the end, and you expect results, but in the middle, you just don't do anything yeah. at all, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, sit-ups, tests, or anything like that. It's about working out and bodybuilding. Not even bodybuilding. Fitness is about progress, and that's exactly what it, what it teaches you. Working out, that's exactly what working out teaches you. To be patient mm-hmm. and to do yourself, it. To do it with all your body, with your mind, to be consistent with your... With, with your working routine. I, yeah. yeah, to be self-accountable. <laughs> is this guy wearing a skirt? Yeah, he kind of looks, looks like our like... acting teacher. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, sorry. sorry. We're yeah, watching no. the UFC fight, and this guy's shorts are cut in a way that makes it look like he's wearing a skirt or okay. a kilt. So do they normally like they cut their shorts up like no, that? No, usually not. This is just an interesting design for this guy. Come yeah. more tamer. 
I think above anything too, like like your body is gonna it, when you hit like thirty, it's gonna stop doing a lot of heavy lifting before. Yeah. And if you built in a workout routine and a healthy eating habit, the healthy eating habits in there, like you're gonna be prepared for that where it won't hit you like a ton of bricks and like like I, I know people that like they lost so like they lost like so much of like their like self esteem and everything and like they and that's like they got like they got like their adult bodies you know? exactly. Like stress relievers. Huge stress relievers. Like I know a lot of, I know a couple people that like, yeah, I go to the gym to like, whenever I'm having a bad day and it's just like, it makes me yeah. feel better. Because yeah. it's just like, at worst comes to worst, I can just go to a punching bag and just fucking throw punches for like 10 minutes and by the end I feel exhausted and drained and I feel good. Yeah, yeah and so I think people that don't, that devaluate working out, that don't take fitness seriously, they're just... Putting their own body in a worse position than someone else, you know. I uh, yeah. That's also I, how I view smoking. Like, why would you like? I just view it as self harm, and it's just not cool to me. Smoking? Yeah. Like tobacco. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Even though I would never smoke weed either. <laughs> but um, so yeah, working out is good for your health. Good for your mental health. Mental health. I'll tell you this too, like, uh, I mean, during like the pandemic, at like the beginning of it, if I wasn't working out every day, I would have lost my fucking mind. Like, yes. It gave me like one fixed thing that I knew I had to accomplish mm-hmm. by the end of the day. I mean, but we just want to make a disclaimer, just like, I don't want to like, ashamed, like, we don't want to shame people for like, that are like, comfortable with their body and are like, I don't really want to work out. Like it's fine. Yeah, it's not about it's, it's not about body image. Yeah. It's, it's not about like, cause pe- like we said, there's people with like different bodies, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's a that's yeah. totally cool. Yeah. But like, if you're comfortable with your body, be like yeah. no problem in it. Like we're not saying like yeah. you have to change. But like, and the 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 working out and the exercising too. I mean, you can view it as like, look at how like ripped I'm gonna get. Look at how jacked I'm gonna get. Yeah. Look at me. Or you can view it as like like taking steps to like help yourself like like to like help yourself in a lot of a lot of ways I, that's that's what that's what i mean by it it's like this is what it does for me and it's not necessarily because it makes me look a certain way you know like 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 people who make working out all about like the vanity of it they're not they're not doing themselves a lot of service either mm-hmm. Because you're, you're only working out, like, certain muscles. I just wish, you know, like, that it was that more doctors prescribed working out. Yeah. You know? Instead of these antidepressants, all the pills that they... I wish that just working out was yeah. the first thing they prescribed. You know, before prescribing, like, a weight loss pill, try working out. If that doesn't work, then you might need some extra help, and, you know, you can go to a doctor and do that. But try working out first, you know? Why not? There was, um... Little by little. It's, it's all about progress. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. the American system, the American, like, physical education system or whatever is made in a way that it just... Competitive. It's just competitive. Of course, exactly. And, of course, too, people are going to be afraid of working out then from that point on. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're going to associate... Because I know a lot of people that just associate it with, like, stress and people, like, people body shaming them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's... And that's... That shit comes from, like what Steph is saying and I think that's an even like bigger like societal issue in America is like too often to, is it competitive to the point where people aren't even doing people aren't doing like much of anything because they have so much anxiety about trying yeah yeah and that's the, the thing the thing about fitness is that you're going to improve slowly over time each of our body is different and each of our body improves at a different kind of like rate and speed and so that's that's the thing that you gotta enforce yeah. right progress and then not not reaching a point just making progress you know from the week yeah, before yeah. just know that you've made some progress no matter how much no matter how little and also know that there's gonna be times when you're not gonna make any progress you know and that's yeah. all right too yeah you just gotta yeah there's like definitely times where like you're just working out to like keep up with your body and there yeah. are times where you take a step forward and we are in your workout routine but there are definitely times that I find myself doing that 
usually during the school year where it's just working out to keep up with my body. Yeah, you can't always just push yourself. And yeah. Even though it's good to try that once in a while, it's good to just work slowly towards yeah. something. You know, just yeah. putting a goal up, even if it's a small goal, just tr working towards it. That's that's a thing, and that teaches you a lot about your own mind and about like, I mean, how to approach problems, problem solving, and everything. Yeah. Like that. And there's definitely a correlation between like. What people who work out and people who don't in terms of like how you recover from like like injuries like I don't I don't know if there's like a specific study but I know I've heard like from like different like interviews and like podcasts that I've heard of like people telling stories of like yeah like if I didn't like a doctor told me like if I didn't work out like I would be paralyzed from like this this injury but the fact that like I had such like a strong core and strong back like it like helped to ease some of that damage yeah it's like I didn't I can get as fucked up and that's, that's, that's probably too why physical that. therapy goes hand in hand yeah out, is that you that's have to strengthen those parts of your body the other thing I saw that in is like in like sports if you see like like really talented athletes right that don't have to hit the gym every day they're just talented and they get injured yeah. a lot and Happens the a lot difference with like, like someone like LeBron like we like everyone talks about like oh LeBron's been in the year for like league for like 17 years and like he's only been like had like one minor injury but it's like because he works out so often and he has conditioned his body to a point where like smaller injuries he can just kind of shrug off and, and that gets to like that gets to like something like two in that like if you can build up that discipline and those ways of prop solving problems you'll be able to handle like whatever career you have too because you're always going to hit a snag and if you have the mindset of well remember when i kept hitting the gym though i was able to i, I was able to like i was able to get i was able to do I, I was able to make myself do this i was able to climb this rope i was able to do these number of push-ups i was able to push up this much and like maybe beforehand you didn't think you could do that you just didn't think it had any you in you and you and you're gonna like hit shit like that like all the time and if you're like if your mindset is like fuck i, I guess that's just not who i am then you're i don't know man you're gonna be bouncing around from like place to place a lot it's also one of the things i think also goes back to the point of like the like vanity point of like people doing it just to like look better there's definitely like what is it there's like a i feel like there's some like study that shows like you'll show like you'll especially like you'll show improvements for like the first two three weeks and then you'll hit like you plateau, that, like, you plateau and then people think oh it's not working and like they lose interest yeah but if you keep it on for like an extra like week or two you start seeing those improvements again and then it's just game over yeah 100%. i I, th I think there's like one at least there's like one workout a week where i wake up really sore from the next day and that's the time i know that's the time i know like okay i'm doing something there. I think I think I can get a change of your workout routine too, because the body will oh yeah get used to the body will start to get used to that that level of stress in that area. And even if you're not putting on more weight, if you can maybe find a different way to like maybe work out your biceps or like yeah. your triceps that day, your body will get like it's, yeah it, it'll 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 because yeah, that's like pretty much every workout routine is like push pull legs. You know, yeah. full legs. So and that, that, like can that. Get, it's that never can get like repetitive. chest, chest, legs, arms, back. You know, whatever. Yeah. I, well, how, so, so we're talking about how we work out. How do you guys work out? I mean, it depends. Sometimes I'll like, if I'm going with like a friend, I'll usually do whatever they're doing. Yeah. But like sometimes I usually just do. I personally focus more on upper body, um, just because I know that's that's something I want to work on more. Um, but usually I do that. I don't do core as often as I should. Um, that and cardio. I don't really See, that's that's because you got that metabolism right now. <laughs> yeah. I did. I was like that for a while too, because I, I I had the similar body when I was when I was like get right out of high school, and I was like I don't even work out my abs, and then like I just like I just it, it got to like the point where I was like. I don't know, man. I feel like I should, like I felt soft in the center. I, like, yeah. I, like I just did, even though they, I still like had abs showing up, and I was still working on every yeah, other like part of my body. Abs. For some reason, it just felt like yeah, it just felt like 
And that's wrong. okay too, guy. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I, it just that was that, that's my own. I just uh, I just know that for me, I need to get back into like stretching and doing like yoga every day. Yeah. Because like I had really bad like hamstrings and legs from like walking on like incorrectly as a kid, and like I had to do physical therapy to like recorrect everything. But like because of that, my hamstrings still to this day so tight that like I can't properly do like squats the right way, deadlifts like. Mm-hmm. Like it fucks up. Like I think you can get. I think you can get better. Though. Yeah. If, you keep if I I just have to stretch out my hamstrings and like. Loosen I'm telling them a you, bit. stretching. Like I've been stretching for like at least twice a day for the past month, month and a half since we started school, and it's been really good. Yeah. Like, I get way less sore because I've been stretching yeah. every night Me before too. going to bed and before uh, like starting. And the before day I start my like, even now before I start my workouts, you like hit those. Those gray mats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before um, the workout, yeah. it's crucial yeah. Yeah. to warm up and just stretch. And Especially, too, because we're coming from classes where we're moving around. Oh, yeah. I should not have had my thumb in my mouth when I was saying that. <laughs> Especially, too, because you're coming from classes where we're moving around. But, um, yeah, so the way I, I work out is just um, I do three days in the gym and three days, like, running. Yeah. Just because I like running. And um, I just do, like, push-pull uh, leg days. You know, a push and a pull and yeah. a leg day. And then when I'm running, I just like set go- different goals for myself every every day that I go running. You know, sometimes like the other day I wanted to run 40 minutes because I usually run, I've been running 30 minutes. And so I went to run 40 minutes. I said, let's do it. Let's just run 40 minutes. And then the other day I was doing like my fast run and I said, let's try to hit five kilometers in 25 minutes. That's five minutes per kilometer. That's like fast and like, I've learned so much just from that run. I learned so much about my body, how I respond to like things, because I started with a, a, a 4.32 pace. So I was running a kilometer uh, in four minutes and 32 seconds, fast as I've ever like done a kilometer. And then I slowly got slower, right? And like, I still was able to, my last kilometer was like 5.32, and I was still able to hit. Uh, 25 minutes and so I was like you know I should work that better where I run the slowest kilometer first the fastest one last you know, yeah. change it up and then when I'm in the gym I just know what because uh, I've been going to the gym trying different programs for like ever since I was like 13 years old and so I just know what, what works for me and what doesn't. So it's just like circuit training, right? Yeah. So like after I warm up, I'll go like to a machine or something and grab a couple dumbbells. You know, for example, if I'm doing like um, like push days, I'll like go up to the fucking bench, rep out some bench some bench presses, and then you know if I'm doing if I'm working out triceps, like just stand up and hit the up, uh, upright uh, tricep. Extensions. Mm-hmm. Do, do you use um when you do that? Are you using uh, a dumbbell? Yeah, yeah. Or are you you don't you don't use the weight that you put on the um the bench press? You could do that too. I, I mean, that's what I do with the yeah. You know, just working, mm-hmm, just not doing a single exercise because then you keep like uh, your body working and you sweat a lot. You don't get as sore, but you're because your whole body's still like doing exercises and. Yeah, like you sweat a lot, so it's a lot of cardio too. And then I just finish it off with some with a bike for five minutes. Five you minutes know, on a bike will like get all the stress from the day out of your body. I, I promise you. <laughs> and into your legs. <laughs> and then your legs are gonna be like. Yeah, you go on the you go on the bike and you're like. <laughs> there, I know you. I've already gone like the bike program, and it has like. <laughs> like the 60 minute thing set on there and I'm thinking like at like 10 minutes like, how the fuck can someone yeah. do this for 60 yeah. minutes straight how can this be like their whole workout for the day man mm-hmm. yeah, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't do that yeah. I would have even if I was doing cardio I was like I have to do like do it in like segments so it's like some on the treadmill some on the bike some just like doing walks like, I think yeah I, I, I don't know I don't do Cardio as much when I'm like playing a sport, like I'm in like a like a league or something at that time, because then I'll I'll kind of like just use that as the cardio and I'll do strength training instead. And then when we come back to school, I try to do cardio 
usually. When I come back to school, I'm always trying to um, hit my legs and my core more than I do over the summer because a lot of because I, I like I like making sure that those muscles stay engaged because that's what we use so much in like class and everything and and I and I'm and then on top of that too, I've learned like so much like like you said like how your body like responds to stuff like I've learned like I've learned so much about like just posture like in like the past like two weeks that I thought like it, you, you think it's just like making sure your chest is puffed not puffed out you know but like your your, your, your shoulders aren't hunched over yeah but I've like been walking with like the wrong area of like my body for like forever like I just found out now I just found out now how to like walk with my pelvis like how to like, the only how way to find that out is by fitness yeah. and exploring the things your body can do and also, I just think if you're not, like, I get being, like, I get being okay with your body and, and whatnot. But if you're not working out, you're just not using your body to its full potential. Like, well, I mean, also... Don't you understand? This is a vessel yeah. with, like, incredible opportunity of potential. It doesn't Why have to, you yeah, want just to try be, that? Yeah, I also want to do things with it other than, like, you know, sit at a desk. Right. But also, there is, like, a negative... Sti- I think there is also just, like, a negative stigma with, like, gyms and, like, this sort of, like people being like scared to go to the gym or like yeah. afraid just because like they don't want to be judged by other people or I feel like that. intimidated but what you gotta remember is when you're at the gym like everyone is just trying to do their own thing and like yeah. everybody in that but gym I, at one yeah. point looked like you or not yeah. like not, yes. not exactly like you but there was definitely yeah. a point in their life where they were that person walking in the gym that felt the same thing yeah. and maybe it's also where and maybe, they're a di- and maybe they're like a dickhead now but keep that at least in the back of your head yeah. that that person isn't any better than you just because that they're farther along in there. Also, it's just you know you're on your own pace. You're on your own pace, and yeah. that's the only way. That's the only way I'll ever get it done. It can, be, it can be intimidating though, you know. And even though it's like yeah, yeah, it's some people are just like I can't, you know. Home workouts are good too, then. Like, cause yeah. I, I found I gained so much more confidence in my body and like fitness this summer from working out like consistently at home. I I, I bought my dad and I bought. Um, a bench, bench press. Uh, they've been like building up their own little fitness arsenal for a while. Cool. So they had like they had some like fifteen. It was like fifteen pound dumbbells, you know. And they they got a bike, and I got an. Ab- I brought my own ab roller, and those things will like. You can get some good workouts on those. Yeah. yeah. And I was able to build like a pretty consistent. Then I was able to like throw in like okay, I can use the pull up bar, and that's how my pull up bar broke. And doing pull ups is so much fucking fun. Like that's like. I think if anybody's scared of working out, oh, get yeah. into doing pull-ups because those once you're doing those and you're popping, like that's like one of the best. There was once like, you're popping, once you're popping, popping, <laughs> once you're popping on a pull-up bar, you'll feel like fucking Superman. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, shit, that shit works out so much. There's like a good three weeks over quarantine where I just where I did like a hundred like chin-ups a day. <laughs> it was just like I I kept on should... noticing that I was just like pacing in and out of like my nice. room, and I was just like. Fuck it. Every time I go in and out of a room, I just have to, like, do, like, <laughs> five chin-ups before. Like, That's awesome. Five chin-ups before. Dude, I fucking love that. Or that, if it would be, like, I'd be, like, stressed out, like, doing homework. It's just, like, start doing push-ups. And then your body just starts getting tired of just being, like, all right, focus. That's the thing. It just gets you focused. You can do it before you go to bed. I wish I did more meditating. That. Yeah, I should do that more. I should do... Meditation, like those song salutations, because those I, are weird. Yeah, but you gotta do it. Guided, that, that's guided like, meditation. Stretch, to, that's just stretching. Yeah, but, that, but you need to do that stuff. Yeah, you need to stretch. Yeah. You don't need to do a sun salutation. That's like rookie level. Stretching. Sometimes I'll do guided meditations. Like if I'm really, cool, yeah. really stressed out, I'll just go into my room, turn all the lights off, and just put on a get guided that, meditation. Like, get that calm app where there's like a celebrities mm-hmm. that'll read you. Yeah, mm-hmm. my friend listened to the like. To listen to like the Harry Styles one. Oh <laughs> uh, man. The only way to get me is and that I get Margot Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> I get weirded out by those because I don't like the idea of like a celebrity talking in my ear when I go to sleep. Like yeah. something about my brain. Margot Robbie. Something about maybe it was like Margot Robbie. <laughs> Not gonna get me canceled. Uh, Why? But like there's something there'd be like something unsettling to me if like I was going to bed at night and there's like some voice that I've seen in like a hundred movies was whispering like and now I'm gonna take you to a brunch. We're gonna watch the waves wash over together. It's like it's so some part of me is like, what get out of my fucking bed. 
Tom Hardy. Get <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here, Tom. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. That's why I, don't you do, you do you listen to audiobooks though, like by celebrities? Those are kind of fun sometimes. Sometimes. Actually, I I haven't read a book in like two years. I've read a lot of plays. Plays. Man. I've read like a ton of plays the last year, last few years. But I haven't read like like a book, like Harry Potter, or like something like that. I haven't read that. Plays. I, plays I can't even remember the last time I read a book. To be honest, I should definitely read more. Mm-hmm. Play, but like restoration plays are weird. The play. The thing about a play though is when. It's meant you're to be you're reading it, it's meant to be, yeah, and if you're not immediately latching on to the dialogue. It's like reading. And the story, and you're like, and you're be, and you, say you're reading like Shakespeare, and like you might really, really like, like that story when it's performed, and while you're reading it too, you might emotionally connect with it as well, but it's just harder than if it's like a book and they're speaking it. Yeah. Like a tough language, then there's descriptions of what the scenery is around there to like give you the context for what's going on. In, in plays, you're kind of just relying on the stage directions. It's also the same thing with, like, reading, like, song lyrics. Or, like, reading, like, a transcript of, like, um... Yeah, I never thought about that. Like, a, a, like a stand-up piece. Like, if you were, I, like, no, if you were to, like, to read, like, a transcript of, like, stand-up, you'd be like, what the fuck? That's awful. <laughs> like, that's, like, an awful joke. Like, that's just, like, really fucked Yeah, it's, like, really fucked up. But, like, you take the timing out of it, you take the delivery, you take the context out of it, and it's just, like... That's when you gotta create that little story in your head. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, like so when I was reading, like, Uwe, I just imagined, like, if it was, like, okay, if it was on stage, and they waited a minute to say this, and I'm like, now I think it's funny. Yeah. You gotta create that little, like, world in your head. Uwe, especially, like, the... The original version, the translated original version, yeah, is really weird. It's and um, slow. It's it's a, it. I could not read it in on one one sit through. I had I had to take I had to take a break. Yeah, halfway through. That's I find if I can read a play from start to finish in one night, then it's a play I'm really gonna connect with. But it's a play that takes me a little bit to understand. Then I then then I then it's gonna take me a while then to start to connect with like a character. What do you think Bertolt Brecht in today's a day and age would be doing? Probably writing plays, man. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably writing the same shit, you know? Yeah. Writing plays? I feel like he would be doing, like, some SNL or something. Yeah, I could see him... Or some show... Maybe S- not specifically SNL, but, like, a show like that. I could see him having, like, an Amazon show or John like, <laughs> Oliver, one of those guys. Alright, we usually have a segment on this show... We do a would you rather question. So oh, I got one. I got one pulled up for you guys. Is this gonna be like your longest podcast? No. Ever. How? No. What's your longest podcast? It's the longest podcast I think we ever did was like an hour and a half. It's like a movie. You guys made a people movie. People listen right? to that. Yeah. I think I listened to one that was like an hour and a half. Yeah. So. If most it's like of ours are Rogan's most of ours are after an hour, but like a Joe Rogan's are usually like two and a half hours. Joe's got to have a person I'm truly going to catch me, though, for that time. Yeah. Like, I, I really got to care about even. Joe me. just catches me, bro. I just could listen to Joe Rogan. I See, like, care. I'll listen to, like, like, Tom, like Tom, I've listened to Tom Segura's podcast that he has with his wife, and all of those episodes are, like, two and a half hours easy. But, like, I will listen to them because it's just, like, they'll, like, review, like, a bunch of, like, fucked up videos and be like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And what is this? And then it's just like them like talking about like their Tom, lives. Tom Segura's funny guy. Yeah. yeah. But Tom, but Joe Rogan's just got my vibe, man. Joe, I can just listen to him for hours. I like Joe. He seems like a principled guy, but like, why do you have to give like Ben Shapiro that big of an audience to spread his bullshit? To <laughs> like, like, I total, I get that he wants to have this like debate of ideas on his show, but yeah. Joe is such a like good-hearted idea. guy that he's willing to. That sometimes I think he gets. He gets tricked by those guys into like believing that they're like rational. But I mean, Still also the same. Get away with all shit. Yeah, when 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 the, here's the best thing about Joe though, and why he's like a principled guy is when he fucks up, he's the first person to admit it. Yeah. Too. yeah but yeah. also, at like the end of the day, he knows that it's gonna get people views. It's gonna yeah, get, it's gonna get that's views. True. That's so it's like at some point you do have to put like your political like beliefs and like morals aside for like a, a tiny for the bit views? some people like some I don't people, think I don't think Joe Rogan ever put his morals aside for well, no. But I mean they're probably were thinking people I mean there probably were people that he didn't want to interview but that he was just like you know what 
I know it's gonna get listeners and it's gonna get revenue. Yeah, I, I, if I was, yeah, I mean, you gotta do that. Like someone interviewed Richard Nixon. Like you gotta be able to interview those people. Especially if you're doing like, how many interviews has he done? Like fifteen hundred interviews. Yeah, some, I mean, some he's, crazy dude, shit like he's, that. He's a good guy. He seems like a principled guy. I can watch him when he's got the right people on. There are other times, though, where I he loses me. But you know what? I've He's a he's a cool dude. I have nothing bad to say about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd rather listen to Joe Rogan than tune on like, any segment of CNN. Or yeah. There's some, there's some new new you you might just play Would You Rather. Yeah, no, sorry, it's, I was it's gonna fine. go on another no, political no, no, tangent. No, no. no it, gets, it, it gets on a. Uh, sometimes that happens. You just gotta go with the flow. <laughs> it's been the whole. I think it's been your whole yeah. podcast, man. So so this question that I found: <laughs> Would you rather have five percent of the population have telepathy, or five percent of the population have telekinesis? You are not part of the five percent. So would you ra- so would you rather have people be able to move shit with their minds or be able to read minds? Move shit with their minds. Yeah, 100%. I don't want them inside my head. No. I want them to see the secrets that I got. <laughs> I think some people do have telepathy, though. I'm going to be honest with you guys. There was this one kid, and if you're listening to this, Anthony from my sophomore math class, I know you were inside my brain. <laughs> he dropped the name, this, too? This, wow. kid, this kid used to say, like, at least, he said three things that I kept repeating to myself in my head. <laughs> and he said all three of them in, like, a tone that made it seem like he wanted me to know that he was that he was inside my head. So, Anthony, if you heard me, man, I'm on your fucking tricks. Apparently not. Game on, buddy. Yeah, I would definitely say telekinesis too. Just because, like, if I'm like facing off against someone who can, you know, move stuff with their mind, at least they won't read my mind. If you're facing off with someone against someone who can read your mind, you've got nowhere to go. Yeah, they're gonna gonna know where. We're gonna go to. Where you're gonna go? You you can't run away. He's always gonna know what makes you click. If you're facing off against someone who can move shit. You can just hide or run away or, like, you know, beat them up. I guess. I I was going to say telepathy at first, but then I realized just how much power that actually means. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? No, probably telekinesis. I mean, telepathy. Telekinesis. No. <laughs> no. Maybe that's how he won and got in everybody's heads. No. And then, I, then I'd probably go with telekinesis, because if it were, like, you know, like, ended up being, like, these people, like, people with powers like end up like taking over and shit there would always there would be like one person that's like fuck the system and is gonna fight them back with those same powers and it's like all right but we're relying on like one person that's like that's like us like hoping that jesus will come about and save the world right now like we can't we can't rely on that i'm always on the lookout we always (laughs) we always (laughs) on the lookout if you wanted to come back Jesus, now would be a pretty good time, to yes, be honest. Yes, 100%. If you're listening. Clutch up. Yeah. We need There's a lot of stuff going on. I think, we could, I think we could use your hand. Yeah, we need you now. Or at least soon. No, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't think we have them no, soon. <laughs> Jesus. Good time. Do you boys have anything else you want to talk about? I want to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo versus Lionel Messi. I know nothing about that. I, I know that they're two. I know. Yes. I know. Okay, you do it. You do it. Well, I, I just want to make one important point. Okay. It's all about talent versus hard work. That's what I've been saying, right? Isn't it? It's what I've been saying. It's all about talent what you've versus been saying hard work. For the past. Who do you think's a hard worker? Who do you think's a talented player? Cristiano Ronaldo is definitely the hard working player. There's been people that have said that. Do you think Messi's more talented? Oh, yeah, Messi's got that skill. He doesn't have to, like, work out for it or anything. He's just got that skill. Cristiano Ronaldo works out for it. Because, like, there will be people that said, like, teammates of his, after a game, he'd be like, oh, what are you going to do? I don't know, just go home, take a bath or something. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home and fucking crush 100 ab crunches. Jesus. Yeah, do shit like that. Like, he was always... Dude, but if I was that famous, and I was that, like, I was making that much money, I had that much banking on my body, I would do that shit, too. Hell, yeah. Yeah. He's he's rich. He's a rich no. motherfucker. If I was that rich dude that had personal trainers like that, you know, 
scored. That's all I wanted to say. That's all you want to say? What about um, Cristiano Ronaldo, Patrick Mahomes, or Lamar Jackson? Ooh. See, I don't know too much about them. I know. I mean, Pat, I know Patrick Mahomes. It's just talent versus hard work. Yeah. That's well, like the same thing. Patrick like I, I know Patrick Mahomes said in like an interview, he didn't know how to read defenses until like three years, until like last season. He's one of those like. And then it was just like, oh, like I started picking it up now, and I can read defenses. The Lamar Jackson. The Lamar Jackson's like a totally different animal. Full disclosure, I'm a pretty diehard Ravens fan, ah. so I'm not, I'm not trying to say one's better than the other right now or be partisan. But man, Lamar Jackson just gets better and better like every year. Like he comes back. From the year before, with like a whole new like skill set that you didn't see in the year before. Yeah. I but think then Patrick Mahomes is the kind of guy who has like six guys rushing him, and he can throw across. They, I think they're both they're both they're both very talented, but I think yeah, Mahomes is probably more talented. So we forgot to record a proper outro, so I'm gonna do that now. Uh, thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of the Just Barely Podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, uh, please leave us a like, leave us a comment, sh- leave us a review, share this with your friends, your family, share it around with everyone. Uh, thank you again to Steph and Dan um, for recording an episode with me. I had a blast doing it. Uh, if you want to follow the show, you can follow us on Instagram at Just Barely Podcast. You can also follow find us on soundcloud spotify and apple podcast if you want to follow me you can follow me on instagram at l you can also follow me on twitter at l 25 if you want to follow steph you can follow him at stefano uh, period para p-e-r-a on instagram um and if you want to follow dan you can follow him on instagram at danny underscore chris 97 on instagram and you can also find his podcast the blockbuster boys which i believe is on spotify you can also find their instagram on which is uh let me double check uh the blockbuster boys uh no caps um all lowercase no spaces um thank you guys again for listening to another episode and i will talk to you later